0: How's everyone doing? Still good. alive. Still hanging in there. That's yes. good. That's yeah. Good. I didn't see any nods or anything. I've
1: been so busy, I haven't changed clothes since last time.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, well, backgrounds change
2: more than uh, right. anything. Oh,
3: yeah. We're going to somebody else's, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to
2: Madame Tuvari, so I need you know, Oh, cozy. Nice.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely cozy. <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah, we, we uh, had a fun episode last time with uh,
2: um,
0: some vampiric mists that you guys dispatched fairly. So, uh,
2: so, so can I say, Brokos, that I, I love your Moonbeam spell? It's a great <laughs> spell.
0: But yeah. this might be
2: the battle where it was really not so helpful sometimes? Well, <laughs> just
1: once. Uh, that's and what I, I loved I, about it. I healed him, so you know uh, you, bl- you blasted. You almost blasted the priest too, though.
2: Eh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had like two hit points left, I think. It's or the yin things. and yang of life. You know, you just you have to ride that wave. Oh, you're the, one of those druids. Okay. I am. Well, I just kept to remind you, I am a 16 year old druid. I am going to make so many mistakes. And I love to get to play a character who just screws up. Uh,
2: don't don't tick off our sixteen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> listeners, man. That's not cool.
1: Well, I still screw up to this day.
2: Yeah, I was going to say.
1: Yeah. yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I yeah. saw that softball all the way from the mouth. Yep. <laughs> uh,
0: the banter is strong this this week. Um, so. Yeah, it was. I thought it was cool, actually. That it was just like con save after con save. Either I was saving for uh, uh, the moonbeam, or I was, you know, doing something for. Uh, um, uh, Triss had done something too, where I needed to save. The smite. Uh, yeah, the smite, and uh, yeah, it was it was a kind of a strange battle, but uh, I enjoyed it. And. Uh, Hopefully, all the people out there will enjoy it. It was pretty much dominated by that fight, the whole episode, which we haven't done in a long time, Mm. I don't think, not that I can recall, probably not
2: this season. We're getting up there in levels, so.
0: Yeah, speaking of levels, you guys should now be level four. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah, for sure uh level 4 after that battle with the vampiric Mists, after finding the passage from the book of skulls despite Craigar's uh, uh, efforts to the contrary um uh, sorry Kragar. uh and uh yeah you guys are now level 4 so feel the power flow through you um and uh, enjoy that did anyone do anything fun with their level 4 powers that I should know about so that I can counteract them.
1: No,
2: I, I just bump that's out why wisdom. I'm not going to tell you.
0: <laughs> but the listeners need to know. Um I know uh Triss had something fun planned, right?
3: Yes. I guess it's fun. I have manifest or Triss has manifested an aberrant dragon mark.
2: Nice. That's a uh, is it itchy?
3: No, it's not itchy, but it does whisper
2: to me. <laughs> that's, that's not mm-hmm. creepy at all, Tris. Yeah, yeah. Not creepy at all.
0: Not creepy at all. You know, I'd probably prefer the whispering over an itch, to be honest.
2: But uh, Yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's... Uh,
2: <laughs> 2 a.m., I don't need any more whispers to so then... Can't quite no, figure
3: out what it's saying, so it's just kind of this, yeah.
2: Kill them all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh no. Uh that's that's cool. We can we can work with that and uh I'm excited. Uh, anyone else take anything cool? Anything new?
1: To know spells, I rejiggered my spells, but no. Yeah. I get to swim now, turn into a swimming creature. Well, uh, that's, and we're on an island, that's so useful. peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Broco's out. Uh, that's
3: a fair point. I mean <laughs> Right. And right. He I, I
4: just I, I just took the DEX gain. So I now have an eighteen decks. Nice. So I've got yeah. the boost to, to hit damage and AC. Yes. And
0: that's Very good. Yeah, you're you're uh you're not a slouch in the hitting uh, department. Um yeah, believe
2: it or not, before now my charisma was merely a sixteen. Wow. <laughs> now now it's an 18.
0: Yeah. Wow. You've always felt like it was an 18, though. I, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a bit wiser. After nice. the, yesterday, I just wised up. Aylor had a talk with me, and I just wised up. Yeah. Wow. That's
0: what happens. You know, you're 16, and, mm-hmm. you know, you listen to your parents, you listen to your elders, yeah. and then good things happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I he's like a, an idol to me, you know. I mean, he's... <laughs> Right, I mean, he's like the first season American Idol. He's like the Kelly Clarkson of <laughs> wow of, of
4: uh, The Kelly I'm Clarkson. Like, I'm like, well, who's the other guy that was like second?
0: Of, <laughs> yeah, the
1: fluffy
4: mm-hmm. hair. Oh yeah,
0: what was that guy's name? Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> that's the Justin. Justin. Justin, Justin, yeah. So- Sorry, Justin. Oh, they if you're made out that there listening.
3: Horrible movie. Never saw it. Oh, that's right. They did.
4: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I and mean, then I don't think he was ever seen again. I don't know.
1: Uh or you know, great movie if you're fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. At least
4: I can't think of ever seeing him anywhere.
0: I honestly don't know if I would recognize him today, so it's been that long. Uh we're talking like how how many decades ago
1: was that? Oh, it's it, going it, to seem like yesterday but it wasn't. That
0: was
4: 2003. Oh. oh yeah. Gosh. 17 years. 17 years ago Justin Guarini. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I realize I probably
1: shouldn't. But now we're too. we're, yeah, uh, we're a wandering. Cuz meanwhile he's yeah. probably like
4: some famous actor and I a have no
1: producer idea. or something. Yeah. I mean, yep. you well, uh, You are listening to Justin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure if he's got nothing better to do right now, this is where he's at um, but yeah, well, we just uh, once again dated ourselves, and uh at least we're not talking about you know little Charlie Chaplin or something uh uh we could uh go way back Ooh. in time um but uh, we're not quite that old people uh, despite uh, if you're watching youtube this is this is blonde. Uh, I'm blonde, not gray. It's, okay. It's blonde highlights. You uh, paid
2: for one of those expensive silver eye <laughs> jobs.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I okay. know. It's, it's working for me, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to episode 24. I'm just going to throw that out there before we start rambling anymore uh, about how old I am. And um, we are ready for episode 24. Is that correct? Level yeah, fours. Everyone's
3: sure, sure, sure. good to We're go. We're ready. Uh,
0: and uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for putting up with our mindless banter before the episode actually starts. And uh, we hope you're all doing safe and well out there. And remember, you can help us keep this podcast going uh, by becoming a patron. Uh, you can go to patreon.com. And uh, slash dungeon patrol, or go to Patrol dot com and click on the
2: Patreon button. Please uh, do it so Jerry can get a new curtain. Please.
4: <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting a whole season <laughs> for him to actually get some sort of backdrop. But
2: anyway. uh,
0: no. yeah, I gotta, I gotta do something. I, I next time I will, I uh, will try to change things up for you guys. Uh, okay. Yeah, it'll, promise it'll be my, promises, Jerry. my promise. Yeah, and I won't even uh, demand patreon support to make that happen it'll just it'll just happen but uh, if you want to contribute feel free otherwise we'll go to Alar's wonderful recap that I'm just dying to hear right now
2: Alar and the grave diggers fought off the vampiric mists that were summoned when the priests of Gauron failed in their sacred duties brother Ronan gave them the passage that they came for which if he'd given it to them sooner would have saved them all a lot of pain the passage led to yet another puzzle to be solved over tea and cookies back at Madame Tuvari's. next on Dungeon Patrol.
0: <laughs> nice. And only one correction. Again, the god names uh, Galros. Oh, sorry. I think uh, you said Galron, which is Kingan. I did. A I did. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, of course I would know that. Um, so, you guys did leave and head to Madame Tuvari's. And it's getting dark. And as you approach, you notice the door is slightly ajar.
3: Oh, no. Um,
0: Fearing the worst, you approach quietly. And I will assume that you're all trying to be stealthy as you approach Eh. Madame Tuvari's, or
2: not. Jerry, I will quit. I will quit this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then there were three.
4: Oh, man. That's the line, Jerry. You're uh, just, I'm about to cross it. <laughs> this close, Jerry. Uh,
0: fearing the worst, you enter quietly, only to find Madame Tuvari quietly humming to herself as she sweeps the floor with an old broom that appears to be leaving behind more debris than it can gather in its thin, fragile bristles. She startles a bit as she notices your return, but, quick, but recovers quickly. Her shock turns to dismay as she squints at the four of you and realizes that none of you match the lanky frame of her grandson, Joffrey. Joffrey, she says with a questioning tone.
2: Oh no, Graham, Graham.
0: <laughs> Graham Graham. Graham Graham
3: Graham
0: It will be okay. Uh she she sobs a little bit and finally kind of uh gets herself back under control and sighs and A crazy old woman should never outlive her children, and definitely not her grandbabies. Poor Joffrey. He was mixed up in all sorts of intrigue. He worked for the Baron, you know. He was a very important messenger.
2: Well, he's delivered his final message to us. Oh, you you found something, then? Yes, but it is encoded, and we must seek to unravel this mystery.
0: Oh yes, he he did deliver these coded messages, and he'd retrieved the cipher from someplace else. I probably told you all this. I I think it's usually just one word, like a key that would allow him, allow him or whoever he was bringing the message to to decrypt it you said it was some kind of uh, position code. That means anything to you. <sighs> Apparently <laughs> not. Uh, so, I mean, you know, from a high level. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she has a bunch of notes um, and uh, some of them you've maybe seen or glimpsed, but, uh If you guys spend some time before you you know take your rest for the evening to uh try to figure out the code and what was done, I will let you roll an investigation
4: check
2: mm. okay,
4: yeah, now so are we are we all individually rolling or are we can we like
0: I would say whoever's
4: aid the, high, the highest person
0: yeah, probably the highest person someone can aid so you can do it with advantage. I'm going to
1: go investigate those biscuits.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Who's our best investigator? I've got a plus two.
1: It's not me.
2: Not Not me. me. I'm a plus one. That would be you. Wow. Okay, that happened.
4: So if everybody aids, then I would get advantage on it, basically? Yeah. Hmm. Wow, that's still not promising with a plus two. Okay we have some weaknesses in our party Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I rolled a pair of sixes. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be an eight.
1: Perhaps we could get some sleep and, and uh, rest our our minds and come back at it tomorrow morning.
0: Maybe, maybe you are just a little too weary to Uh, tackle this. Yeah.
4: So, Jerry, I have to ask you: Is this mm-hmm. an actual code that we, as players, could solve potentially, or is this just an arbitrary thing? And
0: uh, it's an actual code. You you don't, can definitely solve it if you
1: don't. You rogues speak in kind of some kind of silly language. It's
4: well. So, what was that phrase? It was "eternal rest be yours"? Something. something. Spirits
1: of the damned.
3: What, what? Eternal rest be yours, spirits of the damned. Spirits. Of the damned. Hmm.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not holding out uh, a lot of hope for you finding it that way. But wow. Um, I think you guys can enjoy some biscuits.
3: Okay, Let's and have biscuits. Uh, Tris can
0: get her rest in and get her hit points back.
3: Yeah, let's do that. I mean, so right.
4: Technically speaking, right? We showed up. We tried to figure it out. We went to sleep. We leveled up, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Try it again. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I will uh, let you try it again in the morning.
4: Sure. When we're feeling wiser and more dexterous,
0: refreshed yeah. in general. Yeah, for sure.
2: And charismatic. Mm.
0: <laughs> the charisma is going to help for sure.
1: You've got this, Craigar.
4: I mean, it could if he did inspiration.
1: Boom. Done. I could give guidance, but it doesn't stack. But a guidance will give you a, a d4.
0: So a d6
4: or a d6. d4, your choice. Well, I mean, the d6 sounds better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do it for this one, and if you don't, then you can, like because I can cast guidance as a cantrip. So,
4: oh, so you can do me all day me long and inspire me.
1: Yes. Surely. can figure it
4: out at that point
0: okay so we'll say that you guys rest through the night you do wake up with your new level four powers and feel wonderful uh the biscuits uh, the everything that she's uh, been able to provide in this comfy warm uh home of hers uh and when you wake up she is she's got tea already brewing and uh things are looking pretty pretty good right now
4: All right, I'll I'll just feel like I had a dream about it, and I'll go sit on the table and be like, I think I've got it now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, The uh, (laughs) head down uh, laughing is not a good sign in this case.
4: Uh, I rolled a three and a five. So five plus two plus two is only going to be a nine. Uh,
3: this is why we do not have the bugbear figure things out for us. Someone else like <laughs> to try. Apparently I'm the best at it. So. <laughs> yeah, actually. You know, we have just been taking your word on that, so no.
2: <laughs> Trust me, guys. I'm really good.
3: So should somebody else give it a call? I
2: will I will investigate this. And I will
1: cast Surely. guidance upon you. Okay
3: guidance. Do, can I aid? I will aid.
4: I I just okay. have to walk away in frustration, head down.
2: <laughs> okay, so that would be fifteen. Fifteen. Alright. So you
0: look through the notes and you manage to uh realize uh after some lengthy period of time um (laughs) everyone else is having breakfast and doing thing and biscuits are good yeah and you're just like totally fixated on this for some reason alar and you do manage to um realize that the code relies on a keyword as tyra told you and uh you believe that keyword is the first word in the uh, passage that you discovered in the temple of death. And so eternal would be mm-hmm. the key. And with that, you manage to decipher the code.
3: <gasps> hmm.
0: Just barely, just barely. And I'll see if I can share that with you now. Um encoded
2: messages once again our fate rested squarely upon my shoulders <laughs> and i did it you did it
3: um i spent so much time on it because it was a question of his vanity uh, probably
0: <laughs> you just had to show someone up
1: i think uh i will take i will take alar's biscuits since he doesn't seem to <laughs> no, want them no no, <laughs> no brokos but you're he, getting cold i wouldn't want them to get cold <laughs>
2: Graham Graham loves me best anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's going to give you an extra little pat on the head and a pinch in the cheek when you figure oh. it out.
2: Well, isn't that good, dear? That's worth five biscuits.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's uh, kind of sweet on you anyway since you look like her Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first message that you had, uh, supposedly these came in order, and Graham uh, Graham was able to help you figure out which order they came in. And the first one, you believe says, agents compromised, clean house immediately. The second note says, Durham twins to battle soon. Well, we knew that. And the third note says, Corps flees north with remaining army. Arrival, two weeks.
2: And this is information that was coming in?
0: Yep. Okay. So, the barons' agents in the city... um, you have to assume that maybe some of them uh, retrieve these messages some other way, uh, but uh, this is this is what the baron's uh, team inside the city would would have received most recently.
2: So, are there any messages that came that Joffrey never picked up?
0: She has uh, Graham. Graham has been out there. Uh, every night since, and has not received any other messages hmm. Hmm. so m- perhaps something else happened perhaps uh, so
2: what was she flashing to the keep when we caught her
0: uh just basically a uh, a code to uh indicate that she was okay. ready to receive okay. So uh. this is kind of the latest info. So you know that uh Kaz and Kor, um the brother sister twins of uh this uh, Durham um family, they were going to battle. They have sort of filled in the vacuum for uh power in Drummondor since Elzic. Uh, apparently has passed away somewhere. And uh, so they had their battle and apparently Kor lost. So the son or brother lost the battle to his sister and he is fleeing north with the remaining army.
4: And when you say north, what do we think? Like north back to where we're at or north? Uh,
0: Yes. Country. Yep. I think uh, Vadrigan, from what you learned from Piers, would be the natural spot for whoever the loser was, if they managed to escape, to regroup. Because the city is very defensible and has a nice port and everything.
4: But, the city, but they'd have to try to occupy the city. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could just go right into the Dreadgate, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they're, you know, they they would presumably be, you know, allies already. Um, and right now the Baron doesn't have the the men or resources uh to take back the city. But perhaps in two weeks time, he will. Hmm.
4: And I assume the dreadgate is—I mean, they could—it's like a, um, a keep or something. So if yeah, if the Baron didn't open his gates to that army, they'd be left between a rock and a hard place.
0: Yeah. Yep. They would probably get smashed on the walls of the dreadgate because uh, eventually, you know, you have to assume that. Um, Kaz would be coming for her brother put an end to him
4: and it's two weeks from do we have a sense of what the dates were Two good weeks question from
2: yeah,
0: yeah, this uh, latest note um based on what you know, uh that was the last note before you first met up at Madame Tavari's. So, however long you guys have spent dealing with this. um, But he had
2: been gone for how many days? Like, she was missing him. Three days, okay. So, this is kind of... Five days?
0: mm, Yeah. A week ago? Yeah, I would say say the note is accurate uh, within like, the last two or three days. Mm,
3: Okay.
4: So we have a little over a week to take the (laughs) Dreadgate.
3: Fun.
0: Yeah. That's what you know for now.
3: Okay.
4: So what do you think? We take a boat, head out?
0: Well, one of you can swim, so... (laughs) is gone. Brokos yeah. <clears throat> the mic out of here.
2: Well, oh, Brokos, if you can assume dolphin form, I could ride on your back.
0: That is a good look, yeah.
4: Yeah. About, I'll ride off into the sunset.
2: How about a shark? <laughs> would you rather, I think you'd look cooler
4: on a shark. <laughs>
0: yeah. That would be pretty sweet. You don't mess with a bard on the back of a shark. Perhaps. No, you don't. Mm-hmm.
3: It's
0: one of the rules I was told growing mm-hmm. up. That's right. Um. So, yeah. Good job. You guys managed to decode the messages. And now you know a little bit more. Yeah. Alar managed to decode the messages. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well,
4: Uh, you know, I loosened the pickle jar.
2: Right. (laughs) You You taught me all the ways, you taught me all the ways not to decode it. That was good. Yeah.
4: I I was hung up on like the first letter of every word And then trying to like...
2: That's where I would have started too. So Uh, it's
4: it's cool, man. And once I proved that that was not it, you were like, well, let's just do the first word.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is that that how you said it?
4: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So
0: just for your reference, uh, I believe that code is called a columnar transpositional code. So if you want to, you know, Wikipedia that uh, and use it in your own games, you can. And there are actually uh, tools out there that uh, smart people have made to uh, encode words and things like that using that method. So it was pretty fun.
3: Dungeon Patrol, elucidating and delighting.
0: (laughs) That's right. Uh, Let's be honest. We make people way dumber than we do make them smarter most of the time. So it's got to give something back. Uh, Um. And There's that's that you're doing. a little
4: factoid to grow on.
0: <laughs> uh, it was an after-school special. Yeah, thanks, Jerry.
4: So what now? We
2: should probably go tell...
4: <sighs> Who? There's
2: no leader here. Like,
4: mm. Well, the largest individual force is going to be the people we're working for. All right?
2: How do we rally the city to take the Dreadgate...
0: That's a good good question.
3: I, think I don't some... know, but perhaps Wolf Canute can help make use of this information.
0: All right, so you guys want to head back to Horncliffe and the vineyard?
2: Graham, Graham, I, I fear guess. we must take your leave. This uh, is our last chance to save this city before it is invaded.
0: And she, you know, she kind of smiles at you and she's like, So, the going to help the Baron like my Joffrey, eh? Well, I wish you all the best. I have some biscuits made that you can take with you. Now, where are you headed exactly?
4: Mm. It may be best if we don't tell you in case others come.
1: For your own safety.
0: Oh, that's nice of you. I'm just an old woman, though. You don't have to worry about me. But I'll say if you want to leave high, Cobble, <coughs> you do it just just as quickly as you can. I, I fear things are afoot. I see more and more of those, what do they call them, arbiters running up and down the streets. That, that can't be good. You be careful, and you get where you're going as quickly as you can, and take these biscuits with you, and thank you for everything you've done to ease this old woman's mind.
1: Can I do an insight on her? Does she seem a little bit suspicious? Don't you dare, Brokos. <laughs> I do nothing. You
2: Graham Graham. I, 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 I didn't say that out loud.
4: No, yeah. <laughs> so I honestly, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. It was yeah. just a little was just a bit like...
1: You heartless bastard. Uh, is that okay, or yeah, of course okay. you can i got a twenty four
0: wow, <laughs> um so y- you definitely have the sense that uh she is uh one hundred percent in the barons camp, um you know uh she's nice to you because she's just kind of feels like you guys are working with Joffrey or friends of Joffrey's and mm-hmm. know about the Baron and, you know, and she's, she's just kind of, you know, she's going about her thing, doing her thing. And, uh, she really appreciates all you've done to help her with Joffrey, but she really believes that you guys are, are friends of his and part of this, mm-hmm. um, you know, whole thing that's going on. She doesn't quite understand it.
1: I found it strange. The door was slightly open.
0: Yeah, she was just sweeping stuff outside. Oh, a,
1: sure. <laughs>
4: it was just, it was just a, a, a to make you worry. Yeah. See what you would do. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so actually, real quick, so the Arbiters, are they, and maybe I can ask Grant, are the Arbiters loyal to the Baron? Uh, If you ask me, I don't think they are. Uh,
0: a lot of them were killed by the Baron. Uh, well, the priests were anyway, and I, I'm betting they hold a grudge.
4: Because huh. there was a lot of those people, and they were well-equipped. Yep. So? All right, well, thanks, Graham Graham, we're out. <laughs> Grab a couple more biscuits for the road. and uh...
2: Biscuits for the road, all right. So you guys Graham to... Graham, you keep yourself safe. You hear me? I
0: will. You too. Take care of yourselves. Remember what I told you. Just get out of here as quickly as you can. I don't trust those
4: arbiters. Hmm. So once once we're gone, you know, a block or so away, so do we try to involve other parties such as the arbiters? Could they help us also?
2: The more help we could have, the better. Yeah. And any foe of the barons could be an ally.
1: So So we'll... we'll, uh, Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying not Grandma, not Gamma.
0: Yeah. She's, you know, she's very nice, obviously Mm -hmm. very loyal, but obviously on the wrong side of this thing as far as, you know, probably you guys are concerned. Even though you were not... Uh, enslaved at any point um, you know you you have come to i'm assuming empathize with the with that cause yes um, so you walk toward the border of High cobble, Old Town and Horncliff, kind of musing about this situation, and along the way, you run into a group of arbiters led by High Magistrate Baldrick Greylock.
2: Just the man I was looking for.
0: And he uh, stops his uh, column of uh, arbiters uh, abruptly in front of you and, Oh, friends, what's news? Have you found what you're looking for? And then he kind of gives you a little wink, Kragar.
4: Yes, things are looking much better now. Good, good to hear. Keltron
0: felt your quest was just. I hope you continue to walk that path. And speaking of paths, I get the sense that you're heading out of high, Kabul, once again.
4: Well, probably, <laughs> but I think we may want to talk to them. So I'll just like, we haven't agreed
2: on this, so.
3: That, when has that stopped you?
2: <clears throat> Hi, Magistrate, can we have a word with you in private? Uh, absolutely,
0: yeah. Come, come follow me. And then he takes you off to the side, away from his uh, uh, group. Uh, And what can I do for you?
2: Part of our mission here has been to uncover the secrets of spies communicating with the Baron, and we have found news that of that is of great import to all of us and the safety of the city. Interesting. we will share some of the the coded messages we found.
4: Should we verify which side he's on first?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if he's a follower of Caltron. Yeah. uh, I mean, all of of his friends were killed by the Baron. So we're going to assume. All
0: right. That's true. All right. Yeah. With what you know, it probably makes the most sense. Um, So he's like,
2: ah, that is grim
0: news indeed. I had hoped that we could hold this city and keep the baron away until something. I, it's not for us to lead our people out of this predicament. I was hoping that someone else, maybe the old towners, and the gladiators, or your friend Wolf Knut, might be involved in uniting us and leading us against the baron and getting us true freedom. But with... Core on the way. I'm afraid that is no
4: longer an option. Well, we haven't given up yet. We've got one week to take the Dreadgate. One week <laughs> to oh.
0: take the Dread Dreadgate. <laughs> I admire your spirit. That's for sure. And uh, I can tell you, if you need assistance, let us know.
2: Indeed, this is why we speak to you. What aid, what swords, what spells can you offer to support our quest?
0: Uh, Primarily, I would like to see the people of Badragan led to freedom. Uh, Most of them are not equipped to handle a prolonged combat of any kind. But what I'm gathering from uh, what you've just told me... There might be a chance if we could take the Dreadgate somehow, for for sure. Or maybe maybe there's another way to lead the people out of the city. If we had the means, we definitely would be willing to assist, at least to protect them as they left. Well,
4: we might have a backdoor in to the Dreadgate, but we still have to figure that out.
0: Ah, oh. my, you've uh, acquired quite a bit of information. Well, again, I will tell you, be careful who you share that with and let us know if there's anything we can do to help. You can always send word to me. You just have to read, get a note or, you know, reach someone on the front lines here. They will pass it on to me. Say it is for the High Magistrate.
2: Mm. If it comes to battle, will you stand at our sides?
0: That is difficult. Like I said, my preference would be to protect those that are trying to leave the city. But if battle is necessary to do that, we will be there.
3: Do you happen to know Lunella split-tongue?
0: Mm, I don't
3: believe I've heard that name, no. Mm. Should I have? Well, she might help us find the foreman.
0: The foreman? I'm not familiar. I mean, Lots of foremen in this city, but...
3: The foreman to the Threadgate.
0: I... Did not know that was a position anyone held at the dread gate, but you have proven yourselves to be quite knowledgeable already.
2: Uh. So? Right.
4: Hmm.
2: Okay. We thank you, High Magistrate. We will be on our way.
4: Yes. Watch for a word from us.
0: I will do that. And may I say, before you head out, uh, I should warn you, something strange is afoot. We saw no Old Town patrols today, not a one. And our friends on the other side also appear to be missing. So be careful, okay? And may Keltron's righteousness guide you this
4: day. All right, we'll uh, give our regards to... Caltron for us.
3: <laughs> what what is the sign for Caltron's followers? What do they What do they do? I think it's a thumbs up. <laughs> nope. Is that it? <laughs> Since I haven't up. come up
0: with anything better, it's gotta be a it's thumbs. Finger up.
3: guns. Yeah. Cross thumbs. <laughs> uh,
0: so yes, you you uh, make a little gesture to him, and he does something back and uh, wishes you well.
1: Hmm.
3: Um, no, I can't
1: do it. <laughs> so, what would that be said about Old Town not being guarded at all, or there's those?
2: So we're just going to march across no Old Town.
1: Yeah, you know that. Like, uh,
0: so Old Town's kind of in the middle at this point, just <clears throat> before the the bridge, and that area right on the edge of the bridge is kind of like. A contested zone where uh-huh. all three groups come together the Arbiters, Old Town, and then Wolf Canute's crew on the other side. So he told you that there's. He hasn't seen anyone from the Old Town side. Okay. And Wolf Canute's guards also appear to be gone. Mm.
2: Oh. Oh. Cool, cool,
1: cool. Oh. So should we go Seawolf or is that... I think we should just head straight there.
2: And if mm-hmm. there is a greater danger there, we will face it, Brokos. Okay. <laughs> on. <laughs> like the heroes that we have become.
0: Yep. That's what you keep saying. <laughs> keep saying it. He's going to make, make you believe it sooner or later.
1: I was just um, looking for a gig, man, and now I'm here in the middle of this. And yet greatness has been thrust upon us.
2: There is so much more than just song. We will be the subject of the song, Brokos. Okay. I'm
3: not really interested in being featured in a song. Uh. <laughs>
2: just change our names. Oh, yeah. Tris, the stanzas <laughs> I have written about you. Uh.
0: Uh, So, all I minor assume, courts. Definitely. All minor courts. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, so, I assume you guys uh, continue on. Off to Wolf's. You get to the edge of high cobble where a troop of arbiters stands stiffly at attention. Beyond are more streets, more buildings, but Baldrick was right. It does seem oddly quiet. From this vantage, you can see across the broad roadway all the way to the edge of Horncliff. You think you can make out a small barricade made of wagons and other debris, but there's no movement and no sign of Wolf Canute's guards.
2: Well, we will boldly move just forward. ride through. Like, uh,
4: just do a quick, like, a quiet jog. Okay. You uh, quickly, but wonderly. I don't look
2: good jogging. <laughs> it's jogging, guys. Jogging. silent J. The
4: opposite of dawdling. Whatever. We're going to move quickly. <laughs> Double pace.
0: Okay. With
3: deliberate speed. So
0: you deliberate. make your way across this contested portion of the city. Mm-hmm. Speed walk. For, <laughs> for now, <laughs> you appear to be the only people around. Upon arriving at the makeshift barrier blocking the road to Horncliffe, you've do find it unoccupied.
1: Hmm. Is it This there, is easy. Does it seem to be there's scuffle around there? Or yeah. is there yeah, any the struggle?
0: Yeah, you guys can investigate if you want.
1: Oh, oh no. Oh, Investigation are really
0: <laughs> <We're> very good <laughs> who's, who's your lead investigator? I've got GIO. a net
1: 20. Nice. No way. I'm no. the lead Not investigator. <laughs> Starry, so Alar. <laughs> wow. So will, we will we will
4: each do an independent investigation.
2: Yes. Compare <laughs> our results. Uh, nice. So uh, well, I got a twenty-one. How'd you do, Craig? I, I
4: got an eighteen on that one. Oh,
2: that's not bad. Um, is, yeah, yeah.
1: You guys can argue it. what happened here. Go off Sherlock <laughs> and
4: Watson. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the footprint went this way, so they <laughs> that side.
2: Uh, <laughs> Very good, Craigar, but what you fail to realize is.
0: <laughs> so inside a small shack uh, off to your right, you find a hastily doused fire that still smolders in this uh, windowless building. Beds, clothes, even food and supplies have been left in plain sight, as if the occupants made a hasty exit or expected a quick return. And in your investigations, you managed to combine find uh, four tins of spiced meat, two hard loaves of very coarse bread, five candles, and a half bottle of that good Flossdale red wine. What was Mm -hmm. the second one? Uh, Two hard loaves of coarse bread.
1: And four cans of Spam? Yep. That's what I heard, too.
2: Here, Brokos, put these in your pack. Okay, what did we find about it? any battle, any sign of struggle, anything like that?
0: No, no. It just looks like um, they left their post, but obviously not uh, not in a planned fashion. Uh, either they stepped out, thought they would be back right away, or um, and it, it does look like it's pretty recent with the smoldering fire.
2: And we- and the road leading to the bridge. Any any signs of. Uh, you know guard posts up there, anything just like nope. empty and clear all the way to the bridge,
4: yeah, yep, wait mm. right when you say the bridge, the bridge to the dread gate, yeah, mhm-,, mm. yeah, that looks
0: um unchanged,
1: can we see well, a I'm, large go ahead. can we see a large group of people, like can we see them they're they're movement at all their footsteps or kind of, I mean, a large group of people leaving at the same time would leave some kind of trail behind.
0: You do feel like you uh, notice some of the more recent traffic uh, headed up the hill into Horncliffe. Okay. So based on your investigation, you can definitely tell that if, if they went anywhere, they went, Deeper into Horncliff. They retreated.
4: All right, so we'll, we back up the supplies and we should make haste.
3: Yes, I agree.
4: Okay, you begin
0: the easy ascent into Horncliff. The well-maintained roads, wide and containing minimal debris, lead you back toward the broken mansions of the city's now departed elite. Turning on to the nameless path that leads you to the Flossdale Vineyard. You are greeted by a familiar smell, smoke, but without a fire in sight, you sense that it must be the result of a large conflagration somewhere ahead. Your steps hasten involuntarily as you seek out the source of the fire. Knowing too well that the vineyard is the only thing at the end of this path, you start to run, gaining speed uphill over treacherous terrain, when you notice the first body. A man of middling years, his face caved in by something small and heavy, a war hammer, perhaps, or possibly a slingstone. Beyond him is another body. This time it's a woman, a lean frame stretched awkwardly over a boulder, her heavily pockmarked cheeks covered in dirt and blood that weeps from a crossbow bolt stuck in her throat. Not pirates, someone else. But who and why? Just when you start to ponder it, you run across a dead pirate. Curled into the fetal position, with his hands still cradling the slimy loops of his innards. Ahead, more bodies, dozens of them, leading all the way to the manor, where a raging fire consumes various outlying structures. A small number of pirates can be seen through the smoke. They stand on top of the tower, dumping buckets of water onto the neighboring rooftop and grounds below.
4: Well, that's, that's disappointing. I was going to bring that down. That <laughs> was, was our job.
3: So there's there's no more fighting, though. The fighting's over.
0: Well, looks like the fighting is over, at least from what you can tell.
4: But who I, I still who who was fighting?
3: Perhaps we could
1: ask the pirates. Yeah.
3: Perhaps we should first help put out the fire. Yeah. So, Tris will see if there's a bucket or something she can grab to help put out the fire.
0: Okay. As you approach, uh, a few of the firefighters notice notice you, and shouts ring out. And uh, within a, a minute or so, as you guys are gearing up to help put out the fire, uh, a short figure emerges from the smoke. It's Hayden. His face is covered in soot, and his eyes are all red from the acrid plumes of smoke. He greets you with a smile that only seems to cover half of his face. Black day, a blasted black day. I hope you bring us news. Otherwise, I'm afraid Wolf Canute will burst into flames himself. Come, friends, come. Let's get inside and share what we know.
2: But Arvik, how is Arvik?
0: Uh, are you asking him that? Yeah. Oh, Uh, he's fine as far as I know. Uh, We've got other things. We haven't been able to check on him, but I'm sure the lad is fine.
4: Tell me, did Skoladeg burn to death in the fire?
0: (laughs) Silver lining. I'm afraid not. She ran with a few (laughs) others chasing after the the group that did this. But come, let's get inside out of the smoke. Wolf will want to hear
4: from you. What are we we getting inside of? Yeah. But it was on fire.
2: And it was on
0: fire. Uh, no, just the outline structures that they had kind of built, like the pens and the okay. little shacks and stuff they had thrown up for animals and things like that. Or, and
2: and is the greenhouse okay? Can we see it from here?
0: Uh, you can't see it from here, no. But there's no smoke coming from that direction or anything.
3: <sighs> okay. So, okay, let's,
4: sure we'll follow
3: let's him go by him. Yes. Well, okay
0: um you get inside and you can see that you, you get back into that main room, and Wolf Canute is I mean he's yeah looking pretty upset, and uh, um Haydn ushers you in, and uh Wolf Canute barely pays you any attention, uh so Haydn starts talking and he tells you a group of Old Towners and gladiators attacked the vineyard. They demanded your heads and their surrender, but the parley was just a distraction for others who were scaling the cliff walls. And they almost made it, but for the timely arrival of the border guards who saw their signal fire. Unfortunately, they tried to set everything aflame during the retreat, and they took some of the animals too, killed everything else he said it's very dark business very dark he spits over his shoulder and sighs loudly and then seems to perk up a bit and says what have you discovered i heard you mention something about a spy and then he winks at you uh, and gives a knowing glance toward wolf Knute, who also suddenly perks up he says a spy what's this about a spy
2: I thought they knew about the spy. I thought they were the ones who sent us.
3: Well. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: think maybe Haydn did. Haydn, yeah. Okay. Um, and maybe he didn't tell Wolf Canute. Or maybe he did, and I'm misremembering. But he's, the, he's interested in what you have to share about the spy. There are
3: people within the city who are working for the duke. The we Baron, yes. Yeah. The Baron, sorry. There, we have managed to intercept some and decode some of the messages. It is very little. One of our most promising leads was unfortunately cut down.
0: Ah, uh, it's strange how accidents like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're yeah, Jerry. <laughs> relaying the... Uh, information, the notes, and everything. Yeah, you noted? Mm-hmm. I yeah, might as well. Sure. Okay, so they're obviously, you know, very concerned over the information you've shared. Um, but Wolf Canute seems to, you know, have snapped out of his uh, stupor that he was in when he walked in. He's, you know, engaged and thinking and trying to, you know, you can tell he is actively trying to solve this problem. Um, and so Haydn is, you know, whispers to you as, uh, Wolf Canoe is kind of talking it through and he kind of leans over and whispers and he's like, good work, very good work. And gives you another little wink. Um, and Wolf Canoe is rambling on when suddenly, um, you know, there's a moment of silence and Skolavig storms in. Dragging an obviously scared and bedraggled man behind her, she flings the man forward and gives him a hard shove with her boot, which causes the man to sprawl onto the table. He slowly pushes himself up and looks around the room. Skolave gives him another quick kick and says, "Talk." And the man says, "Ah, uh, my lord, i um, Wolf Canute. My apologies. I bring news from King's Point." where a ship of um, some unknown origin has run aground on the coffin nails. Your plan worked, my lord. It did. A brilliant plan it was. Skolovig scowls during the man's story, and she says, Where did I find you? The man's face turns bright red, and he slowly stammers, "Ah, Hiding, my lady, and my lord's hiding in the rocks. I saw a large armed group heading toward the vineyard, so I lied down between two boulders and waited for them to pass. I'm sorry, my lord, but what could I have done? And Skolavig kicks the man hard again, forcing his legs to buckle beneath the table. And Wolf Canute raises a hand as if to call a stop to her uh, sudden brutality. Skolavig, do you not see... That this man bears no slave mark, or bears a slave mark? For I do. He's not born of the sea. He's not a free man. You can't hold him to our standards. But, and he leans in across the table to make eye contact with the man. Now you know, coward. You take our food. You live as a result of our generosity. Next time, you will run to warn us or you will stand and fight. Those are your only two options. Skolaveg, see that he is fed, and send him on his way. And she bows with a curt of somewhat disapproving quickness and escorts the man out of the room.
3: Hmm. So, Wolfknuth, if I may. You may. We have observed in some of our travels for you that you have a number of very um, intelligent and and talented um, people who are working with you. Perhaps now is the time to seek some additional counsel from the likes of, oh, I don't know, Freya and Hilda.
0: Nice. Uh, working them in, bringing them back into into uh, the game. I like that. Um, he nods very thoughtfully. Uh, he says, yes, those are wise words. They are strong, intelligent women, like yourself, I assume. But right okay. now, I just... I think we need to think about what we just learned. King's Point. There's a ship. The plan worked. I think Hilda would be useful in taking care of that situation. Would you be willing to go
4: and talk to her for me? Well, I... I think we're a bit more concerned with this assault needed on the Dreadgate. If we don't secure it, probably in a week, all will be for naught.
0: Yes, that is also true. We have many things, but many things to worry about. But this ship, without our food, without our animals, whatever is in this ship could be uh, the only thing keeping us from starvation. We have a week, and if we plan to fight, if we plan to take the Dreadgate, we need to be fed. We need full bellies and strong arms to take the Dreadgate.
2: And what plans do you have for taking the Dreadgate? Have you done reconnaissance?
0: We have done some. There used to be supply lines that ran across the bay. Those are no longer there. We thought perhaps we could send a few men across that way, but they disconnected them on their side. There's a possibility we could, you know, perhaps get a ship across or two into the uh, other side, but uh, still, it's not going to be enough. I don't think Freya has enough boats ready for that to happen. Uh, Plus the constant patrols from the Baron ships. It would be dangerous to say the least.
2: Uh-huh. But if a it? small strike force, one small boat could make it across Under and lower the darkness. gate.
0: Yes, if we had a shark that we could ride upon. And exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, he's like, we've, we've discussed this. It's kind of a last resort. I will have my vengeance on the Baron, one way or another. But I just want to make sure it's worthwhile, and I want to make sure that our people are safe.
3: Uh,
4: so what of the people from Old Town?
0: They need to be dealt with.
1: Okay. I won't worry about that. So, the Dreadgate. Old Town. Ship. What should all we do first? It's all coming together. No, I mean, no,
2: it's not coming together. You have like just a lot of loose ends. Or we got a,
1: lot of, a big honey to-do list here. Yeah. There, is, there
0: is a big list.
3: And then there's the... Uh, ever-present problem, at least for me, of, um, what's-her-name, Vosh? Mm-hmm.
2: Remember Vosh? Yeah. yeah. We got the Wear rats Guild, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Wear rats Guild. We've got yeah. ten
0: whole episodes <laughs> to figure it all out, so. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want us to figure this ship out?
3: What are we I'm, figuring out with the this. ship aren't we just uh, telling Hilda we go tell Hilda you deal with the
2: ship Hilda. and then we we go on Haydn yes, we are running yet another heroic errand,
0: yeah haydn uh he he uh leads you aside and he he would like it if you guys checked out the ship hmm. he thinks that Hilda is probably going to be busy restoring the the lighthouse to its proper whatever, um, and that would be crucial too.
4: Um,
3: okay. Very well.
2: Yeah. I I feel that you are underutilizing heroes of our caliber. You, we are not mere messengers, and
0: well, he he wants you to personally. Retrieve the supplies that they'll need to fight the battle. It seems pretty important.
2: Could you not hire some drovers to cart things back up the hill?
0: You could. Yeah. Yeah. You can stop in with, uh, and talk to talk to Hilda and get some help if you want for the hauling and all of that.
1: So how about, I turn into a shark and I just take you guys into the Ashwood Forest across.
2: <laughs> I I can't go One there time. man. Oh, you're you're might back my, there. I can't go back there. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got a um, warrant out
1: for my arrest. So oh, yeah. yeah. I know this halfling that might take care of that for you.
3: Um I, I don't care. There's literally nothing keeping me here now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no. <laughs> Pull us back in. <laughs> well, perhaps we should plan a uh, assault, I mean, delivery for later tonight.
2: Oh.
1: Another investigation. And you want supplies so we can feed you, so you can set, be alive to send us on more errands. Yes. <sighs> And then the Dreadgate, you're going to think about it in ways tactically to perhaps help us? Yes. Do you need
2: us to pick up any alchemical prescriptions for you while we're out?
4: (laughs) Or some milk? (laughs) Uh, You
0: guys. I will say this. (laughs) Oh, grumpy.
3: (laughs) Auntie Agnes used to send me on a lot of fetch and carry missions. Yeah. And how is she
2: now? Yes, exactly. Where's she now? Hmm? I'm sure she's fine. What happened to her? Uh,
3: I I killed her. That was the whole pup thing.
2: Yes, I I knew that. That's why I was was trying to be... Yeah,
3: I don't think... But Traeger did not, so I had to catch him up again.
1: (laughs) Uh, perhaps if you need milk and supplies I mean I could turn into a cow for a couple hours you can oh, milk me and, oh, to, oh Prokos <laughs> no buddy no what?
4: that sounds awesome I mean, no. that raises a question you know if you could right. change your gender when you change oh, for oh, yeah, yeah
1: I don't I, oh that's a good point yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that
4: I mean can you turn into a cow or are you just a bull
1: no, I can turn into a cow I mean yeah, why not? I, can't.
4: I mean, I, I'm just curious.
1: <laughs> What's the <laughs> limits? Uh, I'm a druid. I don't see genders like you do. Uh,
4: so you're a gender <laughs> fluid <gender-fluid> druid?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anyways, okay. It was just a suggestion. Sorry. We'll I'm
0: get your trying food not to supplies. Laugh, but then you said it, and I was just like, I can't.
4: I it was can't. in my head; it had to come out. <laughs> right.
0: That's uh, okay. So now I'm sweating again.
1: <laughs> uh. So let's go. Uh, so we're gonna wait for night for this because it's early in the day. I'm guessing, right? Because we, we left. Let's go. We're we'll just gonna go, <laughs> just, just just check it out.
4: We'll go by the greenhouse and make sure Arvik's okay. There you go. go. Thank so, you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that so was he- just, that, that was just for you and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: Haydn is uh, uh, <laughs> very thankful that you guys are going to go and and do this. This is uh, this is important.
3: Uh,
0: you know, if one of the Baron's ships ran aground it's probably going to have a lot of supplies but probably could still have a lot of uh soldiers and things that need to be dealt with and
2: not as important as picking up wolf canute's dry cleaning but
0: <laughs> and uh so they'll they'll try to think of a plan and and uh think of some way to deal with the dreadgate uh um as they're trying to figure out how to piece all this together and he's walking along chatting to you as this is happening, and you guys make your way to the greenhouse, and and you get to the greenhouse, and no one's there.
1: What? Uh,
2: I will call out.
0: So, you're calling out for Arvik?
2: Mm-hmm. And Barnacle. And Barnacle. And Barnacle. Barnacle.
0: Um, after a few minutes of searching and calling, you finally do hear um Barking. We will rush towards the barking. Mm -hmm. So you rush towards the barking and you get, uh, kind of down into the wood wooded part of the hill and you see barnacle kind of dancing around this tree, barking madly, um, Sort of runs towards you and runs back to the tree. Runs toward you, runs back toward the tree, and seems really torn about something. And as you approach, you get there and you see the lifeless form of Drake Flossdale um, lying on the ground, uh, and looks pretty beat up, mm.
3: if not
2: dead. I'm
3: Let's sorry. check oh, him okay. and see.
2: Who, who is will... he? He was the, the owner of
4: the vineyard. owner
3: of the, yes.
1: The the, oh, the guy without the legs. Without the legs. legs. Without without the legs. legs. Yeah. Yeah. We set bird is live. Okay. Um, I'm going to yeah. do a, oh, can you wow. mess a mess and check on him and, and just. Yeah. He is, uh, why don't you roll? Yeah. Uh, 19. 19. 19.
0: So he has, uh, from what you can tell, he's barely hanging on to life. His pulse is very faint. Um, He uh, looks like he took a pretty serious blow to his head. Um, You can see a spot on the side of this tree where it looks like someone just kind of tossed him and smashed him up against this tree. And then he just kind of slid down and Barnacle presumably has been here watching over him.
1: Um Barnacle, where's Arvart? Where's Arvick? Barnacle, where's Arvik? And then I'm gonna try to use my Erdwisem kit to at least to stabilize him.
0: Okay. So you do manage to stabilize him. Uh Haydn looks uh, kind of beside himself. He's uh very upset and he's you know, kicking himself like I should have should have checked on him sooner. There's just so much so much was happening, there's so much chaos in the fire I should have sent someone to check on him. I should have sent someone.
2: Yeah, if only someone had suggested it to you.
1: Yeah.
2: And, <laughs> and half no, an hour suggested, ago.
1: Suggested, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but I believe before we left, we told him to keep an eye on him. We Yeah. Uh, you did. And he kind of said he would, but I guess people's yeah. his words don't always mean what they mean. <laughs> um, Hi, well, Steve. If I ask, if I like Barnacle, where's Arvik?
0: Uh I mean he's he's a dog. Uh he's a good dog, maybe not the smartest dog. He won't understand if I say where's Arvik? Uh he just kind of barks more excitedly, you know, wags his tail and
4: if you turn into a dog, can you talk to him?
1: No, but I do have speak with animals. So I will cast Speak with Animals.
0: All right. So you have a lengthy conversation with mm-hmm. Barnacle. And Barnacle basically, um, obviously in, in dog words, uh, lets you know that a, a group of uh, bad smelling people mm. came to the greenhouse mm-hmm. and they uh, took Arvik and Drake. Oh. Uh, and you know Arvik was carrying Drake around at the time uh-huh. um, and uh, Arvik refused to fight. Um, Barnacle you know tried to tried to bite him. you know he makes sure that he lets you know that he tried to, tried to bite him and tried to fight him off, but uh, they just kicked, kept kicking him away um, and so he followed them, and they led Arvik away. And at some point, Drake had pulled out a uh, small knife and tried to stab one of the bad-smelling people. And uh, that's when they uh, unbuckled his harness, took him and just kind of uh, threw him against this tree and left him there. And it looks like there's a little bit of a scuffle. Um, Arvik obviously did not like that. And Barnacle tried to bite him again and then he just had to watch as they led Arvik away and Barnacle stayed with Drake.
1: I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna ask Barnacle, could you help find help us find Arvik? Can you smell? Can you help us find him? Follow his trail. Track. Yeah.
0: So he he'll bark and wag his tail and, you know. Yeah, he's he's ready. He can go.
1: Because he's no use here. I mean, there's no one to watch him. We're going okay. to watch him.
4: Okay. Well, we'll just tell Haydn to take care of Flossdale and then we'll yeah. go.
1: Yeah. Change of yeah, the
3: yeah. plans. We'll we'll get to the boat later.
1: Okay. okay. I'll, I'll relay whatever he said to everybody else.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So you pass that on and and Haydn, you know, he's he's like, yes, yes, yes. Of course, uh, I'll, I'll send for people to take care of Drake. And uh, you guys, let me know if there's anything we can do. Um, go after him. Barnacle, good boy, Barnacle, good boy. And then he uh, scratches the dog a little bit, and then you see him kind of start huffing and puffing back up the hill.
1: And me and my, my uh, youth and my anger will look at Hayden and say, if Arvik dies, his blood is on your hands. I'll try to be he, tough and rough, you know?
0: Yeah. He's like, I, I accept that. I do trust me. I would be the first one to, uh, want to, uh, end my life. If something were to happen to the boy. So again, my apologies. Thank you. And then he takes off huffing and puffing up the hill. All right.
2: Okay. We will follow barnacle. Let's follow, Yes.
0: Okay, so Barnacle leads you down this sort of uh, um, meandering path. Um, and you, uh, strangely enough, as you're passing through the town, uh, the route is it's very familiar. Um, uh, you pass by, you know, homes and shops, and there are fewer people around and you can definitely tell that some group um you know like this group obviously met up with the larger group as they were retreating and um you know left a little bit of chaos in their wake some broken windows and some you know uh, scared children and you know all the typical signs of you know people who passed by and you know had violent intentions and Um, so you kind of get the sense that this is, everyone saw the old towners pass this way. Mm. And eventually you end up at the candle shop.
4: I saw this coming.
0: And, uh, you're there at the candle shop and you can see that this is where, you know, the dog is, is taking you. Goes back to the uh, you know little furnace area where the secret entrance is to the sewers below. Starts sniffing around it for a while. Starts scratching at it and barking at you. And um, this is this is where they went.
2: Should have sealed this off. Uh.
0: Yeah. Good boy, particle. So he's barking, barking, and what are you guys going to do?
4: Well, it was nice knowing him. We should probably go to that ship.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Kragar, no. (laughs) (laughs) We will save our friend. Our job as heroes is to protect all the innocents. And is there any more innocent than poor Arvik?
4: I don't know. (laughs) What I do know is they probably took him on purpose to lure us there.
1: Don't make me moonbeam you again. (laughs) And they will regret
2: luring us there. Uh,
1: Just like
2: with Wolf Canute, they have underestimated us.
3: Uh,
2: And if this gives us a chance to rally them to our cause against the Baron, all the better.
1: So um, we'll slide it open. I'm going to tell Barnacle, guard this, stay here and guard so Bark if there's trouble,
0: try to slide it open and it does not open.
3: so they have sealed it
1: the what is mechanism it made out of
0: doesn't seem to be working,
1: like what it is did. it made out of stone?
0: Uh, There was stone, but the mechanism itself was metal underneath
1: this. Well, I have a new cantrip called Mold Earth where I get to move stone.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So if a target in an area, uh, you can uh, choose a portion of dirt or stone that I can see within range. And if it's within a five-foot cube, I can manipulate one of the following ways. I can loosen it, break it apart. I can excavate it like a badger. (laughs) Um, and I can, yeah, I can basically, uh, if the dirt or stone target is on the ground, um, I can create it into difficult terrain, but yeah, I can move it along the ground and slide it around. Perfect. Five foot cube. Okay.
0: Uh, so you're going to do that. Yep. So the stone kind of the, the furnace part of it, you know, crumbles apart, however you end up doing it, um, leaving Uh, Only this metal mechanism, which you can see that someone had just uh, jammed like a, you know, uh, broken blade of a dagger is kind of wedged in there and prevents it from opening um, or engaging the mechanism. So, um, you know, very easy fix. You pull it off, but you don't even need it because all the stone is gone. So you can just walk on down.
1: The particles seem to understand our commands. My command.
0: Uh Yeah, yeah he seems to be a, a good boy.
1: I'm going to give him a little treat. All right. Just a little ration.
0: <laughs> Some spiced
1: meat. Bam. Some spiced ham.
0: Yeah, not a sponsor.
1: Oh, we wish.
4: I just want to point out <laughs> yeah. that there's probably more of those rat creatures down here, and if somebody gets bit, we're going to have to drink from the cup again. <laughs>
1: Well, we've learned a lesson. Only the person who actually gets bit will drink from the cup.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, that was our mistake.
0: Uh, <laughs> My
2: bad. My big bad. Big
0: mistake. Big mistake. All right. So you guys are heading down into the sewers? Indeed. Yes. Awesome. So you make your way down into the sewers, and it's like deja vu. Uh, the smells, the sounds, and uh, unfortunately, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Okay. Anyway. <sighs> nice work.
2: Are, are we Ooh. forcing you away from your plot, Jerry?
0: Uh no. Well, uh I figured it could go either way. Uh so I sort of had plans uh,
1: you know. Certainly would one think that if we were very how we felt about Arvik that you would, we would protect him and hunt, it, you know
0: all kind of hinged on whether you got caught up with a, you know, another mission and Mm -hmm. you know um but you know i figured you would be sort of uh, reluctant to take on another errand quest and uh so that was anticipated and
1: okay you know you're right (laughs) (laughs) you You can call them quests we'll call them errands.
4: (laughs) i mean to be fair though the ship was probably a lot more important than the arvik but you know
1: no, heroes are fickle.
2: Now, you, you the know? ship is important, but you know what? That it,
0: there's a, it, there's a cool piece
2: that I figured.
0: Uh, you know,
1: I had written for the ship part, but well, it doesn't know. mean that we can't do it. It's just right now, right. Arvik is more important to me than what Wolf Knudsen needs.
0: Yeah, no, and this is uh, totally in keeping with uh, your characters for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've been pretty protective of ARVIC, and uh, someone came, and so it all just kind of hinged. I figured it hinged on whether you took the time to check on ARVIC or not. And I actually had it written where if you asked the right question, that uh, Wolf Canute would kind of uh, um, prompt you to, you know, go and check on ARVIC. But, so... I figured this could happen.
4: Okay.
0: You guys are, you know, despite being evil and whatever you claim to be, well, Rhaegar did want to leave him, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, no, you, you guys are uh, tender, tender hearts.
1: Mm-hmm. I think he, maybe he's just afraid of getting bit by another rat. <laughs> it's a reasonable fear. He wants to get bit by a wolf. Yeah. The Not the bear. a rat.
4: The bear really bear. is. Okay.
1: Wants to save himself. It ties in. Well, I can turn into a bear and bite you, but you won't turn into a bear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A bear bit me. Yeah. Bear bit
3: me.
0: Did not work. Um, Well, great job, you guys. Uh, You have moved things along quite a bit, and um, I know it probably seems like there's a lot going on, but uh, it'll all start coming together. Oh, I hope it falls like dominoes. <laughs> all right. Well, next time we'll find out if that happens. So until right. then, have a great week. Peace all out. Right. You. You
3: Bye, all. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye.